another podcast from Firetop Mountain. A fighting fantasy podcast brought to you by Stuart Lloyd and Alison Sides. Welcome to the final episode of this season of the podcast from Firetop Mountain. Uh, I am your host, Alison Seib, and I am joined with my co-host, Stuart Lloyd. Hello, Stuart. Hello, Alison. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing good. I'm doing really good. How are you? I'm good, thank you as well. Yes, yes, I'm good too. Uh it has been an interesting week. Uh, we have um, caught up with uh, with quite a lot of news in the uh, Final Fantasy community. Uh, quite a lot going on right now. Um, but this is going to be our last episode of the season, of season one of the podcast of Firetop Mountain. Uh, we have played ten game books throughout the last few weeks. Yes, it's been awesome. I'm sad that the season ending, but I'm happy that we're doing this one. And maybe we'll do another season. Oh, heck yeah. I would love to do another season. Um, we are ending this one on what is at time of recording the for the last episode of this season, the last two-date episode of, um, of the podcast, and the last uh, most recent uh, Fighting Fantasy book, uh, Crystal of Storms. Yes. Yes. Oh, we, know, how... we know at the time of recording, we know there's two more coming out... In a few we months. do, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we do. I think those are going to be uh, those are going to be ones to keep an eye on, um, yeah. and I believe that they are um, due to be written by uh, Ian and uh, Steve as well. Um, of course, Crystal of Storms is written by a newcomer to the fighting fantasy um, series community um, yeah. I guess you could say. Um, definitely not a newcomer to writing. She has. Uh, like quite a quite a prestigious background in uh, in literature herself, uh, Rihanna Pratchett. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Of course, um, her, her father is a household name, um, and uh, I can definitely say uh, that uh, that Rihanna has certainly lived up to the legacy, especially with uh, with her work on uh, on Tomb Raider, and um, more particularly and relevant to um, to our discussion with this. Um, with this, with this, um, game book. What, what, what did I say? What did I say? Um, does does feel quite climactic, doesn't it? Yes, yes, mm. uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it's like quite climactic uh, moment in the fighting fantasy um, series, really. Um, it, it's of course uh, kind of brought us um, back to uh, to Titan and. Uh, yeah, kind of uncovered a whole new, uh, whole new part of the world as well, one that we hadn't stepped into before. 
well no because you you literally live in the middle of a giant storm so it's it's a bit it's been a bit tricky getting in there for a while hasn't it oh. so, uh, geographically uh, we are located between um, i believe it's uh Cull and uh, the old world is it yes yes i believe so um and then yeah the ocean of tempest so uh, that's quite a uh, yeah. That's quite a, a, a relevant. That's quite a good name for uh, the giant storm that you live in. So the yes. Storm, so yeah. yeah. And, and this is a, this is a part of the world that we have not um, in any of the books to date had a chance to uh, to see, a uh, chance to um, chance to explore. Um, it is a series of floating isles um, located over the Sea of Titan. Um, the kind of like a, like an island-bound continent by the name of Pangara, um, composed of ten different islands, and it has um, it has its very own uh, very own culture, uh, very own uh, like traditions. Uh, re- really, w- whatever you would you would expect in a in a continent in in the world of Titan, I think. Um, and uh, yeah, do you want to do you want to give me your thoughts on um, on what you thought of uh, of Pangara itself? Yeah, I thought it was great. I thought it was very fresh. Um, oh. It's because uh, it's it's inhabited by goblins, but not your standard Titan goblins. They're sort of intelligent goblins that know a lot about technology, sort of magic, uh, steampunk magitech. Yes, yeah, um, that is the uh, the kind of magical technology which is used to keep the islands afloat. Um, as you mentioned, there's goblins um, who who are who are like fairly intelligent creatures. Uh, a lot of them uh, kind of work the uh, the floating ships that uh, that can move and transport you from uh, from island to island. Um, it's not entirely populated by goblins. They they are one of the many cultures, one one of the many people that live in Pangara. Um, and, and yourself, you are. Um, I, 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 yeah, I presume that you're playing as a human yourself through the uh, through the book. Um, and uh, yeah, no, go on. Oh no, I think you are because I think it's a character at the end who shouts "human." Uh, ah, yeah. So I, I think you are a human, but yes. Um, well, yeah, they they do say that also occasionally people get picked up and rescued, and they're not allowed to leave. So. Mm. There are, yes, there are many different uh, kinds of people there. So yes, yeah. That would be uh, that would be an interesting uh, way to end one of the uh, one of the traditional uh, like the all green spine books, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, so very interesting. Quite quite different. Um, I found archi- architecturally it was quite different as well. Um, it's uh, it, it's it's kind of uh, the islands are designed more in um, what I what I kind of picture more of a kind of Greco-Roman style rather than the uh, rather than the old European uh, kind of style so um, that definitely kind of caught my imagination quite a bit yeah 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 it's, yeah, it's definitely yeah definitely very different definitely very good um, sort of a new place to explore um, oh. yes exactly so yeah and your character is a member um, of the Skywatch, um, which is kind of like uh, kind of like one of the uh, one of the police force um, of the uh, of the islands. Um, so your task is to basically watch over uh, the ten uh, ten islands that make up Pangara. Um, you are you are kind of responsible for making sure that everything. 
uh, is is peaceful and uh, yes, yeah, you're 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 essentially the city guard of uh, of this of this floating uh, floating collection of islands. Yes, um, yes. Yeah. Um, right. Do you want to read us in as to how the how the adventure begins? Oh yes. Um, so um, yes. Yeah, so you're so you're uh, in the Skywatch of Pangaria, and. Um, so you've been called to a great meeting. Everyone in the Skywatch has been called to a big meeting in the Citadel, and you're very excited because you're a new recruit and you've only been to the Citadel once. Mm. But um, but just before you're going to go onto the the, the Goblin uh, pilot's flying ship, your sort of boss, uh, Halleck, uh, Captain Halleck. Um, yes. I wonder if his first name is Gurney, but uh, there we go. I, I, I've Possible. Been reading, been Possible. I've been reading June recently. Um, so uh, he's forgotten his hovers, which are, I think, a sort of boots that help you fly. And um, he wants you to go and get them. And his and his spending money, his coin bag as well. Mm. So so you go to you go and get the things and you get them. And then um, the the sort of the island with the citadel on blows up. It explodes and cr- and starts crashing towards the sea. Yes. So, so a very epic start. So one of your ten islands is is just been destroyed. Well, mm. not destroyed, but uh, blasted out of the sky by something. Yeah, um, it's literally, uh, literally. I think the the first uh, paragraph or two is um, just kind of describing as as it as it plunges out of the sky into the sea, and you're just kind of um, swept along with it. Yes, exactly. Yes, and and so you're plummeting downwards. So. That's how the background ends. You plummeting downwards towards the sea. So oh, it's, it's a, a good, great way to start. Very good way to start. Yes, it just completely hooked me in. Um, you think about it, like the traditional, uh, traditional ones that are kind of like, um, this is your evil necromancer. Go and destroy them. In this one, you have no idea what's going on. You're literally just caught up in it. Yes, exactly. Yes. So it, it, there's also a mystery to be solved as well, mm. as well as sort of, yes. So yeah, yeah, so that's throughout that's the uh, throughout the entire first part, you're uh, you're trying to piece together what has happened uh, to the um, to the island, the island of. Um, let me just check. I, I have my notes. Uh, yes, the Isle of Nimbus, and I think um, are all the um, are all the islands. I went to several of the islands um, in order, and they were all named after clouds. Uh, yes, I th- well, the ones. Yeah, I think the, yeah, the ones I went to were yeah Sirius, Ultus and Cumulus they're the three that you go to and then there's a fourth one mm. yes they're, they're all named after clouds which is a good good naming theme for a flying city makes so, sense uh, yeah 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 it's good so uh yeah Rihanna's definitely done her research or, or maybe she knew lots about clouds before who knows but uh, uh yeah yes. I I I think um out of uh out of all of the books to add something to the fighting fancy books in the last like decade decade and a half this one's added the most i think it, it's definitely definitely scored very highly with me yes exactly yes yes this is this is a completely new area with uh yeah with 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 technology and, and intelligent goblins it's yes it's definitely added a lot to it um, i think is it it fits in very nicely with titan i think um it uh, it, it it adds a lot to the uh, to the mythology um, you know, you, you, you can you, you can picture it seamlessly merging into the uh, into the rest of the um, into the rest of all of the continents because because uh, it's quite secretive as well. Just 
having a floating island in the midst of a tempest um you you, you have to wonder like why they choose not to integrate with uh, with the rest of uh with the rest of uh, the continents with uh, with with Carl and, uh, and the old world and so on well, yes. Well, well, my thought is this place is actually quite civilized compared to most of Titan, so they probably it really took... is, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they probably took one look at the rest of Titan and thought, no, we don't want to get involved. There's uh, there's evil wizards just appearing out of nowhere all the time. We don't we don't want to deal with that. <laughs> they, they've kind of set up their own uh, own sanctuary. Yes, yes, it's, it's very good. Yeah, it's it's probably best for the for the goblins there. So. Uh... Mm. Yes. Um, yeah, because yeah, the only people are allowed. The only people they come in are people they rescue from the sea, and they're not allowed out again. So, uh, yeah. Uh, um, so, if, a couple of interesting things um, right at the start of the book. Uh, you don't start with any provisions. Uh, you pick those up as you go. Um, you pick up quite a few things as you go, but we'll get to those. Um, do you remember what the first choice in the book is? Uh, yes, it's to decide which island is your home island. Yeah, that's island. so cool. That's an awesome decision. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, so which which island did you choose? So um, yeah, um, I chose, and uh, and your choice here determines not just your character's background, like which of the islands they're from, but where they're going first. Yes, yes. Which is Thank which you. is very cool because you decide. I am from this island that is my home island um i'm going there first and that's where you start your investigation um i chose altos which is the water island okay and oh yeah i yeah full of uh full of lakes full of full of rivers and um yeah it uh it, it um it has a few uh few little surprises there what did you choose uh, i chose cirrus the farming island so that's mm. that's full of fields and and cloudkin which is sort of new cloud-like creatures that, that they sort yep. of heard like like legless sheep i suppose um mm-hmm. yeah so so yeah it was good and, it, and it's good because um the choice also determines if you go to your home island you also have a friend to join you yes to, yes yeah so i thought that was very good that you actually that the choice of your home island actually gave you a different experience on the island oh it's it's a it's a very cool um a very cool choice um and you've mentioned uh, Cirrus, and I will tell you straight away, Cirrus is where I met my death. Oh, no. I <laughs> know. I've done so well with this one. I managed to get to all three of the islands, and um, presumably you go to other islands at later points in the book. But um, no, that's as, as far as I got. I started in Altos, however, um, where I was attacked by a particularly large and angry cloudkin. Uh, yes. Yes. Uh, all... Kind of, kind of like a, like a, like a mother cloudkin. Um, we we should clarify the uh, the cloudkins for our listeners. Um, if you picture air elementals, um, but uh, but composed like uh, like clouds, um, and they uh, yeah they are they are kind of farmed by the uh, by the inhabitants of um, of many of the islands and um they're sent to uh, to provide water kind of like uh, like act, act, to, act to you know water any of the uh, of the crops or or take care of any droughts you know they're they're um they're like sentient clouds yes yes yeah they're very they're very cool very good idea so, and bloody yeah. tough as well because that one attacked me and it just like hit me for five stamina points oh yeah oh yes 
Yes. Oh, brutal. <laughs> yes. That was that was one of the harder fights. Most most fights were quite uh fair, but uh yeah, I can see that Cloudkin. That was a skill ten Cloudkin. It was um, uh it was a heck of a one just to just launch into the first uh, first moment. It was just like boom right you're knocked onto the ground um so like this big mother thundercloud um just kind of uh knocks you over uh five stamina points boom gone um i gathered up my items and i went uh, straight to one of the cloud farms um and like you mentioned on each of the islands you have a uh, a, a friend who kind of acts like a like a companion um and in general i don't think they die no they don't i don't, I don't no um my my friend in altos you sort of leave them when you leave the island and so yeah they they it, don't travel with you they're like your friend on that particular island they help you there um and so so they don't stick with you um but they don't like all just keel over dead like they normally do in fighting fancy books Yes, Mungo would have been proud. Yay, Mungo is is confident with uh, with our new recruits. Yes, yes. So, um, yeah, so yeah, that's brilliant. And they and they give you a plus two uh, attack strength. They mm -hmm. increase your attack strength by two, the damage by one, and reduce your damage by one. So it's a good, it's a nice bonus. They're um, useful to have around. Yeah. 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 So uh, yeah, so Rihanna's Rihanna's done some good good companions. Uh, very uh, yeah, another another different, another refreshing change from the fighting fantasy mm. sort of uh, the fighting fantasy formula of just killing them off. So, so we'll um, we'll we'll uh, we'll explain like uh, so. You have the choice of three of the islands to go to at the start: Altos, which is the water island; Cirrus, uh, which is the it's a farming island, isn't it? Yes, yes. And uh, Cumulus, which is uh, the market island uh, where all the trade takes place. Um, we kind of went on completely opposite directions, didn't we? Yes, yes, we did. Oh. How how should we go about like narrating what happened? Um, well, we uh, well, we how did, far did you get? Uh, in my first attempt, I I got quite far, and then I met one of the few instant death paragraphs because I was greedy and ah. wanted to investigate it. Uh, mm. I wanted I wanted to investigate some singing out at sea, which was which is a bad idea. I should have listened to Odysseus and basically every other person who's ever gone out to sea. Um, but then on my on my second attempt, I, I managed to finish it because I that that's about the only instant death paragraph that I could see. So that, yeah, there's that, not not many, is there? No, no. So that was that was the shock. See, I got too comfortable. And she introduced it at just the right time when, when you know, mm. probably just when she thought, ah, he's probably not going to think there's an instant death paragraph here. And then, <laughs> okay, so yeah, um, did you, uh, did you, where, where did you go after Cirrus? Um, so after Cirrus, I went, I think I went to Alto second. Okay, uh, so I went to, to Altos first and then to Cumulus and then to Cirrus. Okay. Um, hang on, I'm just checking. Oh no, I think I went to Cumulus second, and then I was ah. So I'm just checking my notes. Yeah. So, so we went, went to went, went in a different order. So we, we all visited all of them. So yes. We, we could. Yeah. We could do. We could do them in order. Um, I mean, your your um, Altos will be different to mine because you have a friend in Altos, and I and I had a friend in Cirrus. Good point. Um, yeah. 
yeah okay so um we'll uh we'll, we'll talk about like so i went uh, i went to altos uh, got knocked around by some of the uh some of the clouds um the clouds are herded uh, i learned while I, I went to one of the farms and i learned that um the clouds are, are herded by large flying dogs called canadors I, I, I learned of this um, and got um, got again attacked by a really loud, big, dark, angry cloudkin. And I have a note in my um, in my notes that says that the internal artwork for this one was actually very cool. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, the uh, with uh, with Scholastic as the current publishers, they changed um, basically all of the internal artwork for the Fighting Fantasy books. Um, some of them you could you could say you could, uh, give or take, but I think um, the artwork that they have done internally for uh, for Crystal Storms is very nice. Um, tends to go for kind of like um, almost a Nordic style, like the old uh, the old woodcut kind of uh, kind of things. If you ever seen like uh, like Viking mythology, you can kind of see how the uh, how the dragons kind of look like that. Um, and I thought a lot of that was very cool. It uh, it was quite evocative. I really enjoyed that. Um, yeah. So we were we were fighting off one of the uh, one of these angry cloudkins, and um, if you are from I Altos, um, you meet one of the uh, one of the herders, one of the farmers. Her name is Nemi, and she helps you with the battle. You already know her. Um, she gives you a uh, a staff which you can use to help with any of the uh, any of the angry cloudkin. And the reason they're angry is because. Um, all of these strange energies have been released by the explosion. And that's a bit of a mystery there. Yes, yes. It's it's another layer to the mystery. Because normally mm. they're all quite uh, docile and nice. Yeah. Yes. Um, after we uh, after we take care of that Cloudkin, she asks if I can help find her, uh, her Canador. Um, flaps, uh, flaps. I presume because he flaps his wings a lot. Um, we actually eventually find in a cave behind the waterfall. Um, he's uh, he's a bit angry, a little bit mad um, from the elemental energy which was released from the explosion. Um, I have the option if I have a calming potion uh, to uh, to help him out to calm him down. Uh, I do not. So. We have to leave Flaps, uh, Flaps the Canador, where he is, just in the um, in this cave, growling angrily. Um, so that's that's how I fared on Altos. Um, at the end of uh, end of my adventure on that, on that island, I found a nearby ship uh, manned by uh, by one of the goblins, who I kind of picture like a like like an engineer type goblin. Uh, let me charge up my hovers. They seem to do this at the end of um, when you reach kind of everywhere that you can in the island. You charge up your hovers and can go to one of the other islands. So that's how um, how I did with uh, with Altos um, and just kind of flew off towards uh, one of the other islands, hoping to find a little bit more information on what um, what uh, what nightmare is unfolding. Yes. You, um, yeah. Yeah. That, that's sort of similar to what I had, uh, but without Nemi. Um, mm. So, so when I went to Cirrus, I um, I met a friend called Silas, um, who uh, is my friend, and he accompanied me to the local watch house where um, I fought some giant rats. Ah, uh, yeah. I also did that when I got to Cirrus. 
Ah, uh, yes. Uh, found some corn. So the, the corn restored three stamina points. So there's lots of different types of provisions, and they restore yeah. different amounts. Um, also, uh, seeing as you're mentioning that, different types of weapons you can get as well. Oh, yes, that was brilliant. Um, so, uh, yeah, you could have... So I found a couple of weapons that increase my attack strength, and then a couple that have more damage but reduce the attack strength. Mm -hmm. um, and then there's a few things you can throw at people before before the combat as well. So um, yeah, it's nice to, it's nice to have some more options. Um, so maybe you could. I mean, the, to be honest, the answer is usually the one that gives you the highest attack strength. But it's nice to have, but there's nice to have some options like do I want to deal more damage or do I want to um, increase my attack strength? You know, some of the yeah. combats they say. You know, something happens in a certain number of rounds, or you, you need to kill them off quickly. So maybe dealing more damage is better. So yeah. And uh, follow on from that, the uh, the staff that I got from uh, from Nemi is more potent against Cloudkin and not so potent against anything else. Ah uh, yes, that's that that sounds useful. If you can see, um, see that's uh, that's one of the benefits. Like uh, uh, Rihanna's um, background in in writing is very much in uh, in video games, so uh, so she's definitely brought a lot of the stronger uh, like elements and a lot of the uh, player choice uh, concepts from that to this book. And that's a that's a really nice uh, nice addition. It kind of it makes you think kind of strategically um i have this item do i want to use this item you're kind of like looking at what uh what what inventory you've got and uh, and seeing what can uh what you what can apply most uh, most effectively i thought that was really cool that's definitely something uh from outside of the fighting fantasy kind of uh over that she's she's brought in which has contributed a lot to this one yes yeah it is brilliant i i, I love this a lot because it's she sort of appreciates that there's more to choices than just where you turn to. It's also, yeah, there's, yeah. There's choices incorporated in your equipment. Yeah, so there's, yeah, there's loads of items you can use. There's potions that increase your attack strength as well. So you can kind of think, do I need to drink this potion for this combat and, uh, mm -hmm. and various things? So, yeah. So, uh, so good work, Rihanna. Good one. Um, Does have some uh, some very traditional moments. Um, so I also, when I arrived eventually at Cirrus, um, went to the watchtower, uh, found a chest. Um, got attacked by the chest. Classic, yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, the chest was a mimic. Yes. Um, yes, che yeah, it chewed on my hand. Yeah, I, I had that as well. Um, yes, that was, that was actually different for me because uh, because it was my home aisle, I actually had my own chest there, so I, I got a few more things. But uh, yeah, I also ah. got my hand, hand chewed by the chest. Um, and then, yeah, um, uh, we, I also... Encountered a scarecrow. Did you encounter the scarecrow with attacking uh, with cabbages? I did not. No, I had uh, I had a slightly different uh, different time there. Ah, did uh, I? Okay, so I encountered a scarecrow with cabbages and the grapes of wrath. Oh yes, I encountered the grapes. Uh, <laughs> so um, I I have uh, I have written down in my notes. Um, I, uh, I I had to get some uh, to go to sleep because I was really worn out. Um, and I had a really cool dream sequence, oh, uh, I, which I was missed. oh, it was super cool. It was it was genuinely awesome. I love it whenever a book gives you a dream sequence. Okay, ah, oh, uh, yes, I should I should read that one. I I didn't fall asleep. I thought falling asleep was a 
bad idea in a fighting fantasy book, but obviously not every time. So yeah. Uh, well, when I woke up, um, my notes say a flying metal eye shoots fire at me, then flies off. Um, I then put assassin drone. Yes. Yeah. So um, if you cool. if you sleep, uh, you are when you wake up attacked by like a like a flying um, flying techno magical eye type invention. So. Um, Whoever, whatever you're, um, how how far you're getting in the adventure, uh, your um, your investigation into the falling islands, you are you are clearly clearly being watched. Someone is uh, taking notes, if you will. Yes, well, it shows you're getting closer to the truth. So uh, that's good. And that's then good. I fought the grapes of wrath. Ah, yes. Um, I love that. Yeah, good good literary reference. So. Um, oh, it was wonderful. So- um, yeah, and that, yeah. So, yeah, and then th- there's there's other things. Uh, there was a dragon fruit tree. Yeah, that killed me. Oh no! <laughs> yes, it is a tree that uh, from which dragon fruit grows, um, or possibly a uh, a tree which is also a dragon and bears fruit. Um, I love the imaginativeness of these uh, of these creatures, like the uh, the grapes of wrath, the, uh, the the dragon fruit tree. That that's really really cool. Um, but yeah, that's what I died. Ah, see, see, my skill was quite high. I was quite lucky at first, so I, I managed to um, not find the first combats that challenging. Um, so uh, yes, I'll pour 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 you on the dragon fruit tree. Um, <laughs> yeah, but. Uh, but then I, I I managed to charge my hovers as well. Um, oh yes, and I told a lady that uh, I didn't know what was going on, and she gave me some help. And then I went to charge my hovers. Um, mm. I, had, I had the option of helping mend a um, a sort of flying machine, but but I couldn't have I didn't have the the things to mend it. Oh, uh, silk cloth. That was it. Oh, it's cabbage leaf, and you uh. did cabbage leaf or silk cloth, and some and some. Um, and then something gooey, which I didn't have, which, which yeah. is an yes, which is another thing because your provisions are actually useful for things other than restoring stamina, which is mm. which is quite cool. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a very good point because a lot of um, a lot of items you're thinking, um, oh, should I eat this or uh, should I keep it for later? Obviously, don't eat anything gooey though, kids. No. Can't recommend that. No, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, so I, I didn't eat the gooey stuff. I didn't have any gooey stuff, so I just had to charge my hovers and go to the other island, which was the Isle of Trade, which I, I went. So we could talk about the Isle of Trade because we both went there as well. Um, yes, absolutely. Because yeah. um, um, you are, you you know how I met my death on Cirrus, but before that, I also went to the Isle of Trade, Cumulus. <laughs> so um, <laughs> you went kind of from Cirrus to Cumulus. Yes. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So you kind of like uh, we we kind of went uh, in in the in the reverse order of each other, I think. Yes. Um, yeah. And I I really like the Isle of Trade. Yes, it was good. Yeah, it was good. Um, I, I was able to buy some food. Um, I got all my money stolen by a cockroach. Did. Um, yep. Yeah. Okay. That happened to me as well. But I managed <laughs> to find it. I was able to find it, thankfully, um, because because Rihanna's sort of you're able to revisit the islands, but Rihanna's put this sort of 
um, time, well, not really time. So you, it's limited to how, uh, how many times you can charge your hovers, and that costs mm. a gold piece each time. So, so your gold pieces are actually very important in this game. Even though there was only one shop I found, they're still really important because they're basically they're basically your like lives. If you run out of gold pieces, you can't go to another island and, and find what happened. So, uh, yeah. So I, I found the cockroach and managed to get my money back. Um, yes. Yeah. Um, so uh, you, um, you you get to you get your gold stolen by the cockroach. You have to kind of run in a, down a drain into the sewers to get it back. Um, and uh, yeah, it, I, I've noted down very cool because you kind of uh, there's a moment where you have to like uh, do a test of skill to throw your sword in order to uh, to pin the cockroach to the wall and, uh, and and slay it in that manner in order to get it back. So it's um, it's quite gruesome. I really like it. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a good that was a good scene. Yes, I like uh, I like the sword throwing. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ah, so um, you are given the option to, and I think this is true on most of the islands, that you're given the option to uh, to try to meet um, two of the uh, of the local NPCs. Uh, yes, um, yeah. So I, I went to visit them because uh, yes, because one island's got a sort of a, a sleeping guard. I don't think it's this one though, is it? It's this island's. Um, I think is this the island where the technomancer lives? Yes. Yeah. Ah yes, um, but I couldn't find him. I think it's uh, Hazy or Hazy. Hazy, yep. He's yeah. uh, he's on uh, on Cumulus. Ah yes. So uh, ah yes, but um, yeah, I don't think he was at home. So it was, it was getting a bit yeah, it's getting a bit more sort of um, getting yeah, it's getting harder to find. But um, yes, um, yep. So Hazy works at the uh, the Citadel on uh, on Nimbus. And you're given uh, just enough information about the uh, about the uh, the NPCs that you can go and meet to uh, to kind of think um, who would be the most relevant, who would be the most useful to go to. Yes, exactly. Yes. Um, so yeah, it's it's quite good because you can sort of ask various things. Um, so don't you mind? Don't see what what happened. I think. Well, I've got a has he? Has he teaches you? Um, oh, um, yeah. You get the uh, the get the helmet um, later if I've got this right. Yeah. Um, exactly. If it's the same helmet that I got. Um, That's has he? Yes. Yes. Um, has he tells you that the islands are held afloat by crystals, um, and in several other places you will find things related to crystals, like you will find shards and so on. Um, uh, like uh, like pieces and uh, and you, you in fact with your hovers your hovers are charged by crystal you have to um, you have to recharge the uh, the crystals in your hovers to be able to uh, to fly here and there. Uh, yes, yeah, that's what you've got to spend the money on. It's like a vending machine, so you mm -hmm. can't just um, so you can't just steal it from someone. You have to actually have the money, or, or, or yeah. Um, yeah. So yes, yeah, so, oh yes, yeah, so Hazzy tells us that. Um, yeah. So I, I, I met Hazzy as well, um, and I think I showed him some shards, because I picked up some shards along the way. And, um, yeah. Oh, and uh, was, Hazzy was the one who... Oh, no, that was Methodus. I met someone called Methodus as well. Yep, Methodus is the uh, the second uh, NPC that you can meet in uh, in Cumulus. Um, you have to leave the marketplace to uh, to find Methodus. Um, I have a little note that says the marketplace is very cool. Feels bustling, busy, and vibrant. 
Yes, it is. It's great, isn't it? It's like uh, it, it reminds me of uh, of the um, of the uh, of the marketplace at the start of City of Thieves. Um, ah, yes. If any of our listeners haven't heard, check. Um, I think uh, it was our first uh, first episode that we went to City of Thieves, wasn't it? It was. Yes, classic. Yes. <laughs> There's uh, there's lovely moments where like um, where like members of the crowd in the uh, in the marketplace uh, here in Crystal Thorns will will say something and you'll get to hear um, he, like like snippets of conversation and uh, yeah just Rihanna's done a wonderful job with that it, it genuinely feels busy bustling vibrant I, I love it really yes, do exactly. yeah she she's put a lot of sort of background into it and sort of um... Yeah, exactly. She's definitely done that. Um, mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, so we go yeah. to find uh, Methodus. Um, we are told that Methodus is a Stormborn, um, but we don't necessarily know what a Stormborn is until we meet them. Yes, exactly. And they um, are essentially like wind elementals. Yes. Yeah, so it's uh, yes another another interesting layer of uh, uh, to the to the book. Sort of, mm. so, yeah. So you're not just goblins and humans; you have lots of wind elementals helping you as well, which kind of works, because uh, which makes sense because um, you're living on a flying island. Yeah, yeah. Um, we mentioned we've uh, we spoke to Hazzy. We got uh, a keyword from Hazzy. Uh, that keyword is literally just Hazzy. Um, we then, when we speak to Methodus, um, they tell us that they tried to stop the fall of Nimbus, um, but apparently there was a ward preventing them, uh, like a like a technomagical ward. So we know instantly that um, that this was somehow foretold or created. Um, it wasn't just uh, by accident, or, or if it was by accident, someone was very deliberately behind it. Um, we get given a keyword, which is bubble, and the Methodist gives us a crystal. Yes. Um, and then I had the shard from Cirrus, so I... Um, so then he, we talked about that, and he talked more about the crystal, and then I decided to wait around and spy on him in the evening. Oh. And, uh, yeah, so it turns out that Methodus was... Um, sort of he said he was going to make bread but he was actually sort of in a trance and i, I like what rihanna says because she goes that's a strange way to make bread <laughs> oh that's wonderful so yeah so uh so he gives me a crystal shard and um yes and then i and then i and then i got my goblin well then um i got my goblin flyer and tried to go to um tried to go to altos which is not an island. Oh no, that is an island. Um, yeah, that's that was my home island. Yes. Are you saying so it's that... not an island? Are you saying that we're we're some kind of like some kind of speck of dirt in the in the in the sky? How dare you? Oh no, sorry, no. I was trying. It's not an island you start with. That's what I was trying to say. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yeah, it's it's, yeah. Uh, it's wonderful though. Um, the, the, yeah, I I have a sneaking suspicion that um, you unlock more locations once you visited all three of them um you would know better because of course i think you did better than me, uh, than me uh, last week. well yeah i was blessed with a skill of 12 to start with um which helped Helps, and, yeah yeah um 
because the skills the skills are quite the skills are quite low of most opponents. So the skill ten Stormkin, but then you have the um, but then that's uh, that's sort of the, the the strongest one at the time. So then there's another island they talk about that you don't can't start at, and you need to be able to patch up a sort of goblin skyship to get to it. Mm. So I. Um, so what happened was I, uh, he, well, I needed a cabbage. I needed either cabbage or a, a piece of silk and then something gooey. So I eventually found the gooey thing on Altos because I, I fought a toad. So the gooey thing was the... Where did um, you find the toad on Altos? Uh, I can't remember. Um, I'm looking at my... It was around... Yeah, because I, I I remember that there was uh, that there was the waterfall, and you're given the option to go for a swim. Um, and yeah. I I I didn't trust it because I thought I would get attacked. So maybe that was where you got the uh, the toad from. Uh, possibly, yes. I, it might have been. Yeah, the waterfall was. Uh, yeah, I did get attacked by something in the waterfall because I went for a swim. That was very silly. Um, <laughs> I think if you were if you lived on Altos, then it wouldn't have been so bad. I think I was asked if I lived on Altos, which is which is a good thing because it's nice to know that one of the it's nice to know that one of the three islands is a bit easier based on based on the sort of um, yeah based on based on the fact that you live there and and that and that makes sense because you'll have friends there and you will. Um, you have friends there and you know what's going on around there. You sort of have the local knowledge. So there we go. Oh, it's at the Watchtower at Altos, the Giant Toad. Oh. So, yeah. So that's where I fought the Giant Toad. And then I got some Toad Goop. Um, so then I... But the trouble is, at Altos, you need the cabbage leaf to repair it. And I'd eaten my cabbage leaves. So I then mm. had to... So then I went back to Cirrus to get some cabbage leaves. But then found someone who just wanted some silk, which I also had, and some toad goop. So I managed to go to Incas. That was the island, that's the new island, the fishing island. Aha. So I went to Incas and um, it, it, was, oh, it was really funny. Um, you, you end up going in a submarine for a bit, but the submarine is broken and you need the parts. And the parts are called the Dubri, the Watsit and the Thingamajiggy. <laughs> that is awesome. So yeah, yeah, it is. It is awesome. Yeah, that's their technical terms because that's what the goblin who's fixing the uh, the bathysphere they're called. These little submarines are, are actually called. So you need two yep. two out of the three of those, um, and when you get that, you go on an underwater adventure where you um, where where you try and find you try and get into Nimbus. Um, and oh, that's, that's very cool. Ah, uh, yeah. So it was very good. So you don't actually. So when you're in the bathysphere, you don't actually use your skill and stamina. You use the stamina of the bathysphere, and you use your skill minus one. So oh, this is cool. where, yeah. So this is where it got a bit tricky because you can't use potions to help you, but um, but otherwise it was it was really cool because you're exploring underwater caves and trying to find a way to get into Nimbus. Mm. Um, so yeah, um, but that's where I died because I rescued some fish people and then I followed some singing in the sea and uh, ended up being killed by um, what wasn't uh, creatures that are as beautiful as the singing. They lured me in. Oh, was... what sirens. Yeah, terrible. Oh. I was, uh, yeah, I, was, I, I, I sort of, I thought about it, I ignored it for a bit, but then I gave in and uh, yes. Mm. Uh, oh, that is very cool. I like that. Yes, it, it, right. it is very cool. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, so uh, neither of us managed to uh, to win, but it is just our first playthrough, and um, obviously uh, being the newest fighting fantasy book at time of recording, um, we've not had as much time to kind of pour over it and uh, work out where all the roots are or anything like that. No, no, it's uh, we've not had thirty years to think about it. This one, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, how how does that how how do you, how does that feel where, where you're playing one and like sometimes you'll remember um, like oh if I go to such and such I can do this but uh, when you're playing it like that you you just you don't have that luxury of remembering it all how 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 does that um, how does that grab you? Well, well that's good because it's uh, it's a feeling I haven't had for a while so mm. so that well yeah so that it's it's good that there's new fighting fantasy books out the feeling of not knowing it's quite it's quite exciting. Um, Yes, when yeah, when you when you don't. Otherwise, I've got to I've got to not read the book for ages, so I forget what I'm supposed to do, which, yeah. which might take a while. So, um, and the trouble is, if it's a good book that I like, it takes me a while to forget it. But this one, well, at the moment, I, I've it's a fresh experience, so that's good. And I've mm. um, I just yeah, and and it's it's quite forgiving. So I, as long as I don't follow the singing, I think I'll be okay. I couldn't see any other any other instant death paragraphs. So that's, yeah. that's good. Yeah. yeah, it's a, it's a, I would say it's excellent. This one, this one's, um, this one's done really well. Um, I suppose we should, uh, we should tackle the, uh, the um, elephant in the room head on, um, which is that um, it did get quite a bit of, um, I would say, very unfair backlash um, at the uh, when it was first released uh, from some members of the fighting fantasy community who um, didn't care for the cover. Yes. Um, I mean, talk about judging book by its cover, but yeah, there you go. Yes, that's, that's isn't there a fairly un, un, definitely unfair backlash? I think yes. having now played it. Well, exactly. Yes, I mean, there's a saying about that, isn't there? But um, mm. yeah, I mean, yes, because Rihanna's obviously. Um, I mean, the the game system is is very fair for the most part. I mean, compared to some other fighting fantasy books, which are just impossible, this one is definitely not impossible. Um, for, yeah, it feels it feels playable. Yeah, it's it's playable. There's lots of variety. Mm. Um, sometimes sometimes people try humor in game books and it goes wrong. But Rihanna has made it go right, very very right. Heck um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So 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 there's that. Um, and then so the, the game elements are good and the humor's good. And yeah, there's there's lots going for it. So yes, the the fact it's uh, that the cover the, uh, is just the the setting itself is very cool. It's, well, yes, exactly. It's very fresh and new, and and there's a mixture of old and new as well, actually, because I flick through. There are wheelies in this, which mm. are classic, and the shark in. So she's obviously been looking at the fighting fantasy monsters and thought, oh, which one shall I, which one shall I stick in? Um, Heck yeah. And oh yeah, and also I I'm a bit of a, a numbers. Uh, lover number vile um uh, so things like the giant toad has a skill five stamina seven which is what a giant toad in the out of the pit has so I think it? Also, oh yeah oh i didn't know that yeah i mean so off I, the top of my head like my copy of out of the pit is like way over in, in my bookshelf at the moment um that is very cool yeah so she, she's always been looking she's always been checking what the numbers should be on on the certain things which i appreciate because um yeah that would have, I don't know, that would have annoyed me for, for some reason. But there we go. 
that's just me. Um, I mean, heck yeah, this was uh, this was genuinely, genuinely very awesome. I would say that anyone who's kind of like dismissed it out of hand has definitely like cut off their nose despite their face here. Yeah, they they have missed out on this. Exactly. Yes. Um, yeah. So you should just just not look. Just if if it really hurts that much, just don't look at the cover. Just open the book without looking at the cover, and then and then you can see inside. And then yes. you can see how awesome it is inside. <laughs> it is it is really really good I, I i can genuinely say that i have thoroughly enjoyed this and it adds so much to the uh to the to the mythology so much to the setting i i genuinely love that um and just the uh the idea of uh, of of an adventure taking place in this kind of secret uh, group of floating islands in the middle of the uh, uh, above the middle of the sea just kind of really captures the imagination i just think that's awesome yes it is it's definitely yeah i'd like to see more i'd like to see it incorporated more into the other game books you sort of meet a, a sort of managed to meet a sort of wayward flying goblin on your adventures at some point we very well uh, very well may do because it does seem that there's going to be um at least a few more fine fancy books if not likely more in the future as well yes exactly yeah so heck yeah yes. so yeah. yeah shall we uh shall we score crystal of storms Yes. Um, so I, I I might give it uh, four and a half crystals. I guess that, that's that's yeah. There you go. Yeah, that's a that's a good score. You know what? I agree with that score, and I think I will also give Crystal Storms four point five um, crystals out of out of what is that? That's that's nine crystals out of ten. That's a pretty good. Um... Yes, exactly. Heck awesome. Yeah. That's a good score. Heck yeah. Um, Counters. Uh, how how many crystals? Um, oh yeah, how many crystals did you find in this? Because uh, you do find quite a few crystals just um, lying around as you uh, as you explore. They're they're kind of like a like a recurring theme throughout the entire book. Yes, um, I think it's I... well named actually as the book. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I found three um, shards, and I, I and, and I think the crystals are also the things that power the. Uh, well, they power your your flying shoes, uh, which is name escapes me, and they also keep the islands afloat. I think there's lots of crystals. It's a very crystal-centric society. So, mm -hmm. so there you go. Um, so yeah, so so many crystals. You could probably you could probably um, get a lot more gold tokens than silver ones. You could probably win a caravan. <laughs> Are there nine crystals at least? <laughs> um, well, well, if you count if you count the shards and the other bits, then probably yeah. I think. Uh, I think I think you can manage that. That well, that joke perfectly suiting. Yes. Yes. Not everyone's going to get that joke, are they? That reference. But uh... oh, I think uh, most of them will, um, given our age and UK demographic. Um, if if anyone has not seen Crystal Maze, you have now um, at least seen Crystal of Storms. Uh, there was a Crystal Maze game book at um, way way back, wasn't there? Yes, there was. Yes, I think uh, Dave Morris. Was it Dave that? Morris? Yeah. <laughs> You're thinking the exact same thing I was. Yes. Yes. Um, I had a copy of it, and I cannot remember if it had the industrial zone or the ocean zone way back then. I can't remember. I, I, well, I, need to... I suspect industrial. Tell you what, everyone, uh, if you're listening, uh, write down in the um, in the comments if the um, if the Crystal Maze game book by Dave Morris had featured the industrial zone or the ocean zone, um, and we'll now be flooded with comments telling us that. Yes, maybe even Dave Morris himself will be uh, for giving us a comment. I mean, we could both ask him, but. Um... <laughs> 
why, why, why not get some audience engagement going while we're at it? Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lovely. So this is um, this is the end of our review of uh, Crystal of Storms and uh, the end of this season of the podcast from Firetop Mountain. Um, I have been joined for the last 10 weeks by my friend Stuart Lloyd. Yay! It's been a pleasure. It's been awesome. We should do it again. And how can people find you, Stuart? Uh, do you have social medias you would like to plug? Um, direct people towards you on um, on the interwebs? Anything like that? Oh, yes. I have a blog called LloydofGamebooks.com and uh, I have a Twitter where I'm uh, Lloyd 14 at Lloyd 14 I think that that's the... Uh, yes, and if you... Uh, I'm, I'm on Facebook still um, and I have um, oh yes, but I, well, I have I have a, a Facebook group around my my game system scroll, and then I'm in lots of other game book Facebook groups. So you'll probably see me there as well. So that's where you can find me. Um, Heck yes. yeah! Heck yeah! And uh, I am Alison Seib. You can catch me on Twitter at Alison Seib, C-Y-B-E, um, and on uh, my website, which is um, simply called Seibswebsite.com. Um, I'll also recommend to check out Shield Maidens, uh, which is the tabletop roleplay game which I have written um, entirely uh, <laughs> over several months to exhausting degree. Um, a cyberpunk uh, future in which uh, Vikings, uh, daughters of Freya, Viking women, fight against uh, the ravages of, uh, of mankind's imperial uh, domination. Um, and uh, yeah, we, ha we have um, Shield Maidens, which should be available for everyone right now. So, uh, there is, yeah, there's, there's a lot that we have, uh, we've been up to. And um, we'll probably continue to be up to a few as we, uh, as we plan the next, um, next season, don't you think? Oh yes, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to, well, I'll, I'll, I'm going to think of my list very soon. Maybe almost as soon as we get off. Oh heck yeah! We'll have to get um, as many uh, many thoughts, many um, many comments uh, from people as to which ones we should uh, we should tackle next. Oh, yes. um, and uh, yeah, by uh, by this point, I think we'll have the uh, the Patreon up. Um, if we don't, um, then that's my fault. I hold my hands up. Uh, my next job after I finish recording this is to get the Patreon up. So um, if you are listening to this, then by all means, do back us on Patreon. And we will uh, we will see you all in season two of the podcast from Firetop Mountain. Thank you. Bye. podcast from Firetop Mountain is brought to you by our Patreon supporters. Malachite Idol, Zach Rules, Billy Holder, Spike Murphy, Dawn Upson, Alexandru Bugatti, Snyder's Return. Support us on our Patreon and may your stamina never fail.